What's up everyone and welcome to episode 45 of the Justin Insight Podcast. My name is Tim Birkbeck. I am a writer, I am a lover of films, music and wrestling. But most importantly of all, I am your body and vehicle through this podcast. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well and keeping warm. Uh, it's starting to get a bit nippy here in the UK. Um, I've had to sort of scrape ice off my car a few times this week. Um, and we even had snow, which, well... Where I live in Portsmouth, we didn't have snow, but it seemed like everywhere else in the country had snow, but hey-ho. But yeah, um, before we get into to the meat and veg of this episode, I uh, just couple, want a couple of things I want to mention. Um, firstly, want to say a massive thank you for all the rad feedback uh, from the sect episode. Glad that you all seem to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, yeah, it was a really cool chat that I have with Scott, and that band, have just they've awesome I, I said it in the, in the episode but yeah if you if you're unaware of sect go check them out and then go back and check the episode why not um secondly this episode is coming to you a day late um as i was in bristol last night which when this goes out will be two nights ago basically i was in bristol on monday night um went and saw the hotelier and cloud nothings uh who were both awesome cloud nothings drummer is just insane like his drum fills were so tight, it was ridiculous. I, I went with um, my friend Adam Parrish, who plays bass in Svalbard, and um, we both just kind of like looking at each other at some of the drum fills, it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, because I was travelling back from Bristol on Monday night when I'd usually be recording this intro slash editing, I got home late, didn't get a chance to do it then, um, but I still wanted to put out this episode because uh, it's likely this is going to be the last sort of band chat that I put out before the end of the year because I'll talk about it on the outro but there's a few things we've got lined up uh, before the end of the year, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, that's, that's those two things out of the way. Uh, apart from going to the Cloud Nothings gig, haven't really done much this week, to be honest. Not a lot for me to, to talk to you about. Um, one cool thing got announced, though, that nothing to do with me, but um, Converge are, are coming back over to the UK uh, and they've so kindly announced that they're going to be playing London on my birthday. So uh, if anyone can facilitate Jacob Bannon saying happy birthday to me, I would be forever grateful. No, it's not going to happen, but it'd be pretty rad, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, apart from that, pretty heavy work week. Seems like that's going to be all I'm going to be saying up until the end of the year now. Um, hence why I haven't been doing like sort of promoting some of the other stuff that I do like with the websites, magazines and so on and so forth just because I think everyone who kind of runs those things is it's kind of the wind down period in December but real life jobs still keep going unfortunately um, but I'm hoping to pick that back up in full swing in the new year so I'm sure you'll get fed up of hearing me banging on about things once again um, right so let's get into this week's guests uh this week I'm joined by four-fifths of Maidenhead post-pop band Sibling. Um, I don't know if that's how they describe themselves, but I'm, I'm going with it. I'm, I'm going to roll with it. it would, listen to the chat and it will make sense why I've kind of gone with that. Um, I caught up with the guys uh, on the Southampton leg of their tour with Daisyhead. Uh, and yeah, we, we get into discussing their, their love of pop music, uh, how being a five-piece has kind of been the perfect fit after starting initially as a trio. Um, and how they've just kind of hit the ground running. Like I've I've known Benio, their their vocalist for for years now. Um, and this this band is just kind of yeah, just 
as soon as he finished in in hindsight his previous van this was just sort of there ready and raring to go um and it's it's really starting to to come through now which is awesome um so yeah please sit back relax enjoy my chat with benio james and the two sams uh from sibling and i will see you on the other side So sat in a brand new Heartbreakers venue in Southampton uh, with Benio, James and Two Sams, which make up four-fifths of uh, Sibling. Currently on tour with Daisy Head, done mainland Europe. How many dates have we done UK so far? Uh, we'll see. That's four. Yeah, we've got Lamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, two, um, three, four, five. So is this six? six. This is cool. Six, yeah. But um, how's the tour been? In general, any particular highlights so far for you guys? It's been fun. I mean, it's been an experience. Mm. Um, it's the first time Sibling has toured in a van with the other band. Okay. Um, so that's that's just been cool because we all clicked really well. Yeah. Um, and the shows have been decent. Yeah. I think a highlight for me has been Glasgow. Any um, particular reason? It's just people are nice. Up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The UK, yeah. UK show has been good on this run. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, how yeah. about how about? Because have you guys been to mainland before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went on our last tour. So how how was mainland? Um, we get a good reception, kind um, of like south of Germany and Switzerland. Actually, Switzerland. we we did really well. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah. 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 Really, really good reception. Nice people. It's always nicer. Yeah. When <laughs> yeah. when everybody's welcoming. And yeah, you, yeah. And you get treated nicely. Yeah. So. Well, because I've only been managed to go over there twice now and both times I've just absolutely loved it like as you say like mm. fans promoters everything is a completely sort of different beast to, to over here so, yeah. as I said to you before we started recording I went to a show in Leeds and there was the bands and four people paying in kind of thing so mm. completely different mentality yeah. Um, but yeah as I said the, the show that I do is called Just an Insight so what I like, how I like to start it is kind of strip things right back and, and get an insight into how siblings started so how did you guys all come about because obviously Benny I've known you for, for years but six but, years now isn't it oh, is it really yeah, that long yeah, that's crazy <laughs> yeah, I, I was 19 that's nuts um, but yeah so how, how did kind of sibling form because I think did it start off as a three piece and then just kind of expand yeah there was three of us at first it was uh, me Sam and Lewis who wasn't here um, we just we were playing music after my old band finished mm. and um, well, actually, it was, it was kind of a crossover. Um, and then we ended up deciding that we wanted to do what we were doing, but with vocals. Right, okay. It, so it was originally a post-rock project. Oh, nice, okay. Um, and I knew um, Sam Gale and James from their old band, Deadweight. Right, okay. Um, and we kind of just messaged each other, or you guys messaged me and was just like, yeah. Let's play some music. Um, <laughs> I think actually what occurred was we, we were both at the venue for Boston Music Rooms, and if it wasn't for yeah, that night, that's true. That's it true. It probably wouldn't have occurred. We were there watching Boston Manor and Wallflower, right. and I hadn't been to a show in ages. Hadn't and seen I was, him. Yeah. So we were both there by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And hadn't <laughs> nice. seen him yeah. in ages. So went over, said hello, yeah. had a conversation. I remember him saying something along the lines of, "Can you TM us?" Okay. And then the next day he sent me a message saying. 
do you want to play bass instead? <laughs> yeah. And then it went from there. Yeah, pretty much. And the, kind of the sibling vision was always to be a five piece. It wasn't. Right, ever, okay. It wasn't ever to stay as a three piece. Yeah. We were, we were always going to expand. It was just about finding the right, finding people, the right people to expand with. And um, kind of, I think we're at a very like good point now. We're, we've all we've all gotten to know each other on a on a more personal level and kind of everything's working. Yeah. Now it's so. quite funny as well because the first time that I met Sam and James was the first lot of promos that we did. <laughs> okay. So we all took. Tom Richfield went to the oh, band yeah. With oh yeah, yeah, met you briefly before, but I hadn't met James. Like, that was only brief though, but yeah, we turned up to do promos and it was like, hi, welcome to the band, let's do these promos. Yeah. So you hadn't even done like a practice? <laughs> uh, no, no. no. We, we, we did promos before we had nice. a practice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, how did you kind of end up getting involved? Um, well, I said, I'm a guitarist. <laughs> well, I knew Benio for years because like, even though like, back in the early days of his old band and my old band, like no one liked us except the two bands really liked each other for okay. some reason. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I kind of always knew him from there. I bought yeah. one guitar from years ago. Um, yeah. And I think when hindsight started going to an end, I remember sending you a message saying if you ever need a guitarist, hit me up. And yeah. you were like, yeah man, I'll keep you in mind. And kind of had nothing. I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> never, never mind. I'm not a dick. No, no, <laughs> I'm not a dick, but like, I just kind of assumed like, I know you were going to do it with Tom Ridgefield. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's two guitars. Yeah, they yeah. They probably don't need me anyway, but I'll send a message. And then between that and it happening, you two were Sorry, in contact. Sorry, can I acquire these stools? Yeah. So yeah, between then and now, these two were talking about it. And then the first I heard of it was when we, me and James went to see Sibling on their tour with Nervous right. in uh, February last year. Yeah, this year. This year, this year. February this year, and then James kind of mentioned to me that they'd asked him to do it. Yeah. And then as I was saying goodbye to Benio, he said, please play guitar and sit. <laughs> 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 is, is that how it happened? Yeah, man, yeah. he literally spun around and was like, do you want to play guitar and sit with Sibling? Sick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that at yeah. all. That's just quite funny. Yeah, like I say, we've always written as for three guitar parts, really. Way yeah. more guitar parts than me and Benio could handle. And, um, and yeah, like, the first tour we did, we was just drafting in mates, trying to fill. And we <laughs> yeah. was like, we will get a complete lineup soon. But then, yeah, Benio mentioned about Sam and James, yeah. and it just all fell into place. It was really so cool. It seems like everything was quite, as you, as you mentioned, obviously, it was written for sort of five people. But the whole process of getting James and Sam in was quite authentic. It wasn't a case of... Hunting, hunting them out. Kind of it, thing. it really was. It really was. Like we kind of, like we said, we caught up. We said let's let's do something. And then James got Sam in. They came. Yeah, they came. Yeah. To see him. It, it was a really like natural process. Mm -hmm. It was makes forced. it even more natural is that me and him have been touring together since I was what sixteen. Yeah, since when you joined Deadweight. In fact, your first show. With Deadweight was a show where the only show I think that Deadway and Hindsight has ever played together yeah. in Southampton. Yeah. 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 We're back to where it all started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And obviously, you, you mentioned the kind of when you originally started, it was meant to be sort of a post rock band. And I think listening to it, that you can tell that that influence is, is still there. But why did you kind of not do a five piece? Post-rock band. Not to say that what you're doing is not good, but like, what? Why did you feel the need to introduce vocals to it? It's an interesting question. I think that we 
we all listen to too much pop music okay. for, us, <laughs> for us not to do that. Right, okay. Uh, I mean, I, my love for post-rock is undying. Yeah, and yeah. And it always will be. Um, but I think that all of us as a collective need the vocals there whilst yeah. we're playing. It just makes it like come together a little more. Mm. I mean, obviously you can be extremely dynamic without it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, honestly, I think it's probably one of the things that another thing that happened naturally with it. Yeah. It was just authentic. Just happened that we just went, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And then it worked. So. And I don't mean this as a, as a criticism, but when you guys kind of first announced that you were doing it, obviously there was a lot of sort of ex-hindsight kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, like, obviously I'm a friend of yourself, I'm always going to be hopeful on anything you do, but, like, obviously that kind of brought people in. But for me, it kind of felt like after the initial EP, there was a bit of a, a lull, and then obviously now you're kind of going full force. So was that intentional, or once again, was that just another sort of <laughs> authentic sort of situation that kind of came about? Wow. Wow, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. um, well, okay, so we released the first EP. Like, this is what I personally feel yeah. about it. We released the first EP to get music out. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the lull was because we were trying, to, uh, one, to write our second EP yeah. and kind of grow from it and actually write an EP that we worked harder on. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I can honestly say that, that we did work harder on writing yeah. the second EP. Oh, yeah. um, I really remember as well, like, we record, we wrote the first EP, like, straight away after doing the post-rock thing. But then, as we were recording it, we already had ideas for the second EP. Right, and we okay. already put, I think, more into the second EP. Yeah. So we got we've done that, released it, and we were just ready to go with the second one like, pretty so much we were, straight away. Yeah, we we're kind of just perfecting that and also yeah. drafting in Sam and James. I yeah. mean, that probably was the lull. Yeah, yeah. finding that the was the lull right. and trying to find that. Well, trying to start almost Solid start things again. Again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for uh, apologies, Sam, because I don't really know your background That's as well right. as, as Benio's, but w was it just a case of? after hindsight's kind of finished that there was just that itch again to start playing because obviously people will latch on initially to that ex hindsight's thing but sibling is completely different to yeah. what hindsight's ever was so was it just the case that you kind of like right that part of my life is over and done with now i've done this project with sam and lewis initially um I need to get this out as fast as possible. Initially, it was again. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. Like, it was kind of, uh, I, can't, I don't want to stop playing music, yeah. so yeah. I'm just going to hit the ground running. Right. Yeah. Actually, sibling kind of started before Hindsight's ended. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember me and Lewis went to go see Hindsight's at a show in Guildford when um, Hindsight's and Milk Teeth were touring together. Right. And, um, I, I remember me and Lewis going up to Benny afterwards because we knew he loved post-rock. We were like, can we get a post-rock band going yeah, or yeah. something because we know you like post-rock let's do something in that kind of vein and he agreed so that's when we started writing the initial post-rock yeah, yeah. stuff so that was kind of going on but obviously hindsight's came first for Benio yeah. and we all understood that but yeah and then as it kind of fell apart we always had that post-rock band in the back mm. so it was time to bring it forward I suppose <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess um, 
I guess now that I've got the initial itch over and done with, and I'm sure the others can agree with me, um, I don't think that we will be associated with hindsight much longer. No, no. Um, because I think everything that we're doing from now on um, has a totally different vibe to it. Yeah. In the sense that with, with our writing, with our shows, um, and I think generally, yeah, generally just the whole vibe of mm. sibling is going to be a lot different. Well, because um, I think from my perspective, sort of as a, as a fan, kind of looking into it, that it's kind of almost like indie to an extent. That it's there's obviously the rock element, the post rock element, but there's there's hooks, and I think like that's what kind of makes sibling different to, to hindsight. Is obviously that. There were hooks in hindsight, but it's more of, I guess it goes back to what you were saying, like the, the pop influence is yeah. that, that it's kind of got yeah. that kind of element to it. So was that something that you guys kind of... Expect more of that, the way the band's going forward. Was more poppy. More poppy. Right, okay. Yeah. I think it's, we, yeah, like I said, we all listen to it. We all listen to pop music and it's, I don't even like, I don't even cringe when I say it anymore. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, we just do it. Yeah, we, just, yeah. we just listen to pop. Yeah. But we also listen to such a vast majority, uh, majority, such a vast, like, just the music that we listen to is crazy. Yeah. Like, we're, we're jamming a band called Orthodox okay. right now, and they are the heaviest shit you'll ever hear. Okay. It's like, it's like not doing hardcore. And it's insane. I'm definitely yeah. going to have to check that out. We'll, we'll link you to it. At the moment, oh, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, at the moment, I've been listening to a band called Get the Shot, and it's literally. They're on tour at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, nice they're like fresh hardcore, but with James Hetfield vocals. It's like <laughs> the best thing. It's so good. You're in my soul. Again, from an outsider looking in, it kind of seems like 2017 has been the year of sibling in, in a sense that okay. you've kind of been on little weekenders, on little tours, getting obviously the new EP out, and obviously now this kind of extensive tour at the end of the year. So, was it planned in that that sense that you wanted to be on the road more around the record release, or has it just been the, the fact that the offers were, were there, kind of coming in for, for you guys? I think that. It was a mixture of both. Yeah. Um, we're always going to take, or at least try to take, 
the opportunities yeah. that are you know suggested or thrown at us. But um, I'm very aware of the balance. I think yeah. at this point, because okay. yeah. we've all been in bands that are toured, it's not hard to tell how it can burn bands out quite yeah, easily. Yeah. So we are kind of conscious of that as well. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. but I think it's about the balance. I think we've struck it pretty well so far. Yeah, I think so. Because is this like your first kind of extensive tour, so to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, July was July was, July was how long was that? Tour? Two weeks, just really? under two weeks. I think. But this, so this, this is just over. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like an extra days. like six or seven. Yeah, about six or five days extra. Yeah. So. Again, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but sure. musically wise, obviously what you've put out is a total of what eight tracks, I think it is, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So have you been surprised that that you've kind of got because I think like from from looking at the shows that you guys are playing, they're quite sort of of a bigger calibre. So like obviously this awesome. this tour with Daisy Head is, yeah. is pretty big. So are you surprised that, that you've kind of got quite a decent following already so early on with so little music out so to say yeah because essentially okay. it's one full length in, in, yeah. in, yeah. in yeah. a sense yeah I mean and the, but the EPs are very different as well mm. that's it very different like, I, I, I suppose you could say that, that uh, uh, yeah I suppose you could say that we are surprised mm. at the um, like the interest and also the difference between the interests in both of the EPs. Yeah. Yeah. So you had, like yeah. we definitely had like a more like punk like following. Yeah, for yeah. For that first for that first what six months that we were yeah. a band, and then now three four months later, after Dreamy Away has come out, it's the the following is kind of it's not it's not totally shifted, but there's been more people coming in that we wouldn't expect. Yeah. yeah. To, it's a lot more of a mix. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think it's just like. From all the reactions we've got so far, maybe more so on the last tour than this one, it seems like the fans we're getting are more people that are really into it than people that are just kind of into it. Okay, yeah. Do I think that that kind of lends itself to the wider spectrum of people? Yeah. So, because we're not, I mean, obviously with the sound that we're making, we are directing towards the kind of people that listen to kind of music, but it's the kind of thing that everyone can like yeah. and can listen to. And I think it's hitting a bit deeper with most people than, and like, other bands I've been in, at least. Yeah. Yeah. It seems more more than a surface interest. It seems like some people are really interested. Yeah. I think I think an interesting point you picked on is a kind of like that sort of almost deeper connection. And obviously, with Dream You Away, I think a lot of people have made a deeper connection with that record. So, and obviously, kind of aimed at you a little bit, Benny, but the band in general. But lyrical content is something that obviously someone will always kind of resonate with and so on and so yeah. forth so yeah. was it kind of did you want to put a bit more sort of I don't want to again this, I don't want this to sound the wrong way but a bit more heart into it and a bit more sort of heart on your sleeve on this record than than the, the original EP yeah. but that you are bringing in those those fans that are more invested rather than oh yeah I'll check out Sibling kind of thing I think sense. it's to me it's always been really important to connect with bands lyrically, yeah. Otherwise, I don't tend to listen to. No, them. yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> and I guess, um, I guess, I, I, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah. like that. Maybe that was the the point in my life in the past year where I needed to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. Out. 
and it just happened that way. Mm. Like it was, it was there. Yeah, it was there right on the surface. So I wrote it down. Yeah, kind of thing. So. And from your guys' perspective, from since the EP's been out, hitting the road, like what have you, what like you said there, Sam, obviously that, that kind of deeper connection. But what have you kind of seen, like some from the live shows, the the interaction with fans? Like, is that something that you guys have maybe not necessarily expected, kind of being in the bands that you used to be in at all? Yeah, I'd say so. Like, some people that have come and spoke to us after shows have just been very into it and very passionate about it even from like, the first show yeah whereas like um like, my, like james probably as well i don't know about sam as much but our experience is definitely like from mainly from the hardcore scene and hardcore shows yeah and no one really shows outwardly that they enjoy anything <laughs> like you might sell a yeah. they just throw fists around yeah, and yeah, say exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. like you, yeah so it's like a very different thing to that which maybe is why I kind of see it as a more of a big deal than it is, yeah. maybe. But it does seem very. People are talking to us after shows and yeah. asking us about the band and what the future is and stuff like that, as opposed to just saying, "Oh, good set." Yeah, of, yeah. Which is nice, and it seems like it is having that deep connection. Like, I mean, it's in it again in a nice way. But obviously, like Benny, you mentioned that you were nineteen when we first sort of met. Yeah. Like. Growing up in music, everyone's kind of musical tastes change. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm st I still absolutely love my hardcore, but again, I sort of love like pop music, rap, and things. So my musical taste has changed. But do you think that because you guys are that little bit older, that you can write maybe a mature type of music that does connect further with somebody rather than going back to the pop element to an extent rather than just writing a song for the sake of it being a hooky song that people can sing along to? Yeah, I, th I think that um, but definitely my approach to songwriting has changed. Um, it's I, I'm kind of I don't settle. Yeah, I used to settle a lot um, for certain parts and songs, um, but right now, I mean, you, you're you're always your own worst critic yeah, when it yeah. comes to writing and recording music. Um, but I think I can pretty much say, like, at the point where we wrote the last EP, that was the best that we could have come out with then. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's we can definitely come out with better now. But, <laughs> yeah. But then, at that point, I think we did everything we could to write the best we could. Then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And as I said briefly before, like I. Could feel like you guys this year have kind of come on sort of leaps and bounds so what for have you kind of already got things set in motion for for next year at all or so taking time off or what's the kind of we're not going to take time off um the I, the plan is to write yeah um and basically just see what happens yeah along with that writing we're going to play as many shows you know as many shows as we can and, uh, without getting burnt out. Without, without getting burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, of course. And I think that, like, that bouncing back to that maturity. Yeah. And the, bounce, and the, the place, place, places. Bounce. You don't want to oversaturate yeah. places. Yeah, yeah. And well, got, and like, yeah. Like we've all said, like it's, we don't want to burn out. Yeah. You want, well, we want this band to be a long-term thing. Mm. So we're not going to run ourselves into the ground. Yeah, yeah. 
which would then cause a short-term thing. Mm. So. Yeah. And how I'd like to, to end this is kind of ask you guys what your favourite sibling song is, but with a little bit of a twist. So which is the best sibling song that you enjoy playing live and why? So I'll go this way around because I feel like Benio, you've done a lot of talking. <laughs> uh, so Sam, we start with yeah. you. All right, cool. Uh, my favourite one is probably Love Sick. Yeah. Because I, reason? I think it has a bit of everything that we do well in it. Yeah. I mean, um, I really like the outro for it because it's just massive, and that's when we go into full like post-rock mode. Yeah. And it's really hooky as well. I just, yeah, it's probably my personal favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sam, um, to play live, my favourite is Breathe In. Yeah. Uh, I think. It translates to live very well, and I have a lot of like wank hand bits <laughs> nice. that I can like, yeah. put like a load of delay on and just like and all like basically just put all my pedals on at once and just yeah yeah go, it's, go just, like, it's fun yeah yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah cool James um, I'm gonna say Love because it's one of the tightest yeah. out of all the songs live and it's just the poppiest song we have. Yeah. Straight up, like radio friendly, etc., etc. Your mum and dad are gonna both love it as much as, <laughs> much as your 16 year old daughter will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best part. I love it. That's cool. And Benio, finally. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say love sick as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a common consensus. Yeah, it's yeah. I think that I'm most happy with the way that that sounds live. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Brilliant, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to so tonight. Cool. Thank you. So there we have it, folks. Again, a massive thank you to the two Sams, James and Benio of Sibling, for taking the time to have a chat with me. Um, if you're unaware of Sibling, I highly recommend checking them out. They're really cool. Like, if you like your sort of twinkly guitar sort of stuff, uh, but there's obviously elements of sort of post-rock stuff, elements of even pop stuff in there. It's, it's, they're a really cool band. So, yeah, really recommend them. Um, expect to see a lot bigger and better things from them in 2018. Um, if you want to keep up to date with what they're doing, as always, you can catch them on all various social media platforms. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash this is sibling. Um, and then on Twitter, it's at, oh, sorry, Twitter and Instagram, it's at this is sibling. Um, as always, I'll put the links in the description. Um, and you also know the drill, but you can also keep up to date with what we're doing on the show. On Twitter, it's at just underscore and underscore insight. Uh, use the hashtag JAIPod to grab my attention. Um, and also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. Give us a little five star rating. Give us a little review. It really does help. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, next week, I'm hoping it'll be the long awaited return of our wrestling roundtable as we have WWE Clash of Champions this Sunday. Um, then to see out the year, I'm going to be doing a, an album of the year list and my top five wrestling matches of the year as well. So that will kind of see us through to 2018. So that's that's for the future. But um, for now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on the Justin Insight podcast, and I will see you soon. Mm-hmm.